All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. Should I have said Dutch Scott instead of Scott Weeby? I would love it. The nickname that's uh, sweeping the world. Dutch Scott. Dutch Scott. Invented last week on our podcast. If you haven't heard last week, well, I'm you not sure why. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. We have over 200. We so do. Just, just go to the nearest one. It was a lot of fun putting together kind of a recap of the highlights of last week's episode. Because uh, at one point I talked about how we recapped Ben Stiller's film career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just interesting to put on an FPL podcast. All in random rundown. <laughs> yes. Who knows what shenanigans are coming? No doubt. In this coming episode. But what I do know is that somewhere in the midst of it all, we will recap game week 29 and give you a bit of a preview at game week 30 coming Great. up this coming weekend. Yeah, sure. We are in the, uh, well, we're in that final stretch here. Less than, less than 10 Matches to be played for each club. It's go time. It's season. go time fantasy wise. If now's time to make a move. That's right. A lot play of people might be might. Well, they're holding on to chips. It's gonna be chip time coming up, and uh, we can talk about when that it, might be. That's true. Uh, but we're getting close to where you and I argue annually strategies. about strategies. I know when to play the know. free hit. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't looked at it wicked close yet. Uh, but it's not time I'm yet. going it's not to time. very soon. And I might, depending on what I see, might go with you. Although, Ooh. although it, it honestly, it'll depend on how many how many guys I can field. It, the games are going to be crap, so it's like, <laughs> do you really want to? I thought you hadn't looked at this. Do you really want to load up on yeah. like, you know, a team full of crap guys, or do you uh-huh. want to save it to week thirty seven? I want to save and, this and, conversation. And use a double match week, Dave. Thought you hadn't looked at it much, man. I mean, I've looked at it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a preview for what's coming in about a month. All right, fair enough. All right, fine. I know when I only look at things for a couple seconds, I can talk about them for, I don't know, 12 (laughs) minutes, 13 minutes. Brian, some of us have talents. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. All right, Brian. Many of us don't. Rescued Dave and those of us listening from Dave by uh, helping us get on with this already. Let's talk about game week 29. Let's start where everyone wants to start. The Manchester Derby. United 2, City 0. Come on, you fighting McTominays. Big, big win for United. Victor Lindelof is the lone dream team uh, person from this match. Uh, The only player who made the dream team from this match, obviously in the defense for United, largely because of the clean sheet. 
De Gea had to have been close, I would imagine. De Gea had a whale Ma- of a McCarthy, game. McCarthy is, McCarthy's score knocks everybody else out that had a great... There were a lot game, of high-scoring goalkeepers. De Gea, De Gea was, was one of really them. really good, yeah. No, the whole United defense obviously did very well, and I'm sure those of us who were hoping for a big city double game week, they're not very encouraged by what they see one match in. They took seven shots. I mean that is I I mean I I don't I haven't dug into it I can't imagine you'd have to go back what four or five years before you see a game <laughs> where they took seven shots I mean that I I just this is a not a shocking result but I think it's definitely unexpected probably should have been one nil but Ederson's a moron and uh, oh yeah and helped make it two nil at the end there but. In fact, Dave, you said as soon as you arrived, this might have been Ederson's worst match as a professional. Wow. I, I think he walked off the field with his, his face in his shirt. He did. It was blunderous. He should have stopped. Martial and Fernandez's goal was fantastic, but it should have been stopped. Both goals, errors leading to a goal for Ederson, his, his composite who scored rating for the match, that's probably the lowest I've, I've probably ever seen for someone who didn't stab another player on the pitch <laughs> it was 4.4 4. Wow. he had a rating of 4.4 4 well and not to mention and, I'm, and i told scott this before we started uh the goal that didn't score in other words he was chased down by two united players and was beyond lucky to get rid of the ball and he mm-hmm. he was almost completely cornered in front of his goal with the ball at his feet so he he got beyond lucky uh, getting rid of that, it could have been worse. It was a bad day. He will forget that he will be glad to go to sleep tonight and forget this day. After we recorded last week's episode, it was announced that Arsenal and City will be making up their match as a part of game week 29. That's right. So, as we were recording this on Monday night, we've got 10 of the 11 matches in the books. I mention that because double game weeks for Arsenal and City have been the topic of conversation since that rescheduled match was announced. As we sit here, you probably feel a whole lot better if you have Arsenal players in your fantasy lineup after one match than you do City players. It's almost as if City, one match into this game week, hasn't really played a match yet at all. Any City player that you have, you're not going to get the benefit of two matches from their results because no one has more than one or two points for Manchester City one right. match in. right. Yeah. And that is not what you – I if know you, that it's a derby. And if you United, made a move and you went all in on City players for this double match week, it has not worked out yet. Now, listen. It's true. We all know that Arsenal can uh, can be a Jekyll and Hyde sort of team. But since Christmas in the Premier League, and actually overall, they've lost one match, and that was the, the failed collapse against Olympiacos yeah. last week, uh, which they should have won, or two weeks ago, whenever it was. Bottom line is, this is going to be a tough game for City. Ar- Arsenal is going to be ready for this game, and not to mention, who's their manager? Right. A guy who left City this season. True. A guy who knows Pep better than anyone else, who knows exactly what City's tactics are going to be. So, Arsenal, I, I-, I expect this to be a low-scoring game. No, obviously, listen, I'm the ultimate jinx. Watch it be a high-scoring game, That's right? right? But I-, I, would- I would say that, as an Arsenal fan, I feel optimistic going into this match. I think we maybe we can get a draw. It'll be good if Arsenal can get a draw. Sure, that'd be great. 
Arsenal's drawn more games than anyone else this year. Interesting. So, yeah, but in this form, I mean, I I fully expect Arsenal to squeak out a win. Really? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, well, I just well, feel like the look, City team... Just, I don't want to get they, too high. They, I think it's possible. They're lackluster. They clear... I mean, Pep is basically saying, uh, come out and said, I'm not... We're, we're prioritizing the FA Cup and the Champions League. I mean, I, I he the update on De Bruyne is, you know, he's he trained today. So that was the big thing that, you know... The, he did. The images of him in training. But, I mean, he trained Saturday. And they decided not to risk him. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's kind of the that game against Madrid at home for them. The next week, the next upcoming match week is biggest big. of the season so far. Uh, for them, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's took, a big, 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 big game. I made a move. That's a big league game. <laughs> okay, yeah. I made a move that uh, followers on our Instagram feed know about. Nobody else. Okay. Well, maybe if you're in our mini league, our podcast mini league, you you have seen this as well. But uh, I made the decision to go from KDB to Mares and to Captain oh. Riyad Mares. Wow. Why not? Stones. Yeah. Not right, John exactly. Stones there. Scott. Why not? Fleshly Stones there. And, of course, he comes off the bench for one. <laughs> Hopefully he does more against Arsenal. We'll see. But uh, that was a move that, you know, again, add me to the list of people who are disappointed by the City results so far. Again, everyone who played scored either one or two fantasy points hey i'm gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up conversation on this match by giving out scott's stat of the day okay and now it's time for scott's stat of the day scott's stat of the day is number seven match stat of the day number seven the amount of buttons that arteta had in his vest this weekend if Arteta had had anything to do with City and United playing, that might be a good guess. You're so you're so fixated on your own club. I can't even remember what <laughs> oh, we were, we're just talking, talking about. City Arsenal. I just figured maybe it was forecasting mm. into the next match. You're really hopeful for this Arsenal result. <laughs> Brian, rescue this. <laughs> Arteta. Uh, the number seven is... Uh, the number of it was the number of uh, in the order of scarves that Pep owns. It was the it was the number of scarf that he chose for this. Probably match. true. Probably true. Yeah, absolutely. It didn't rescue anything. No, it's true. <laughs> no, you guys aren't warmed up yet for this podcast. That's clear. Number seven. Seven is the number of losses that he've had this year. It's the yes. I should have known losingest losingest season in Pep's career. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes when you have a defense as poor as his, that happens. Yeah, there's no depth there, and that's right? Been no, no, no. He's he struggles. Well, I mean, I mean, got... Aguero's apparently injured. Uh, you know, everyone. The big other news for them was Aguero having his, you know, the back of his leg, his hamstring iced after the match. Uh, I don't, I don't know who there is to trust here. And I'm starting to. I I honestly don't mind not uh, owning I, anyone. Yeah, not owning any city. Not players. one. It I, is I, weird. I I don't know that there's any single player that you could count on one being there as long as they really are prioritizing Champions League. If they somehow get bounced from the Champions League, then I don't know what they do. I think they all just go home. Just, Last week we questioned whether or not you own a Liverpool player. 
especially in light of the imminent title. Now this week we're questioning whether or not you own city players. I mean, name in one. what for world we live. Name one. I know. I hear you. There's only one that you could count on playing almost every match anyway, and I don't think you want to spend that much on him. Ederson. Ederson. <laughs> You're not buying him. No, not right now. So who else? I mean, I guess the possibility. He's not, he's not ripping off a bunch of clean sheets either. The possibility of. Since the hype is has only gained steam more and more this season of Phil Foden, and when Foden will get his turn, you know, if if you really wanted to take a shot on someone, you know, I guess Foden is one of those guys. Just, just the rest of the rotation continues. If Aguero and Jesus, you can't count on either of them. Sterling can't do anything right this season. And the Brown, the, you the, count the, on right? Him. Well, yes, you could. But he's healthy. Right, but when he's I'm, on the pitch. Right. What I'm saying is, like, I think if you have a gap between, you know, from the Premier League match to the Champions League match, yeah, you can count on him. But if I mean, if it if they have to protect him, I think he's the the most in need of protection. I I mean, I don't ha- I don't fault anyone for getting out of him altogether. Yeah. If this result is anything other than a United win, we're talking a lot more about Fred's yellow card for simulation. We don't have to talk about it because it's VAR-related, but just going to go ahead and insert that fact right here. There were two 4-0 results this weekend. Chelsea 4, Everton 0. Didn't see this coming. Can we go back one second? (laughs) If you listened to the podcast last week, you recognize what Brian's doing right now. I am reliving last week right now. All I want to know is... Brian, finish off the conversation on this match. All I want to know is, has did anything change in your mind about Manchester United after this match? I brought in Bruno That's Fernandes. True. We didn't talk about them at all. That's fair. Just saying, we, the, the big thing was Bruno's had returns now. Yep, you know, four in a row. Martial scores here. Uh-huh. Outscores Fernandez, Which yeah. Scott United discussed. Martial highly transferred in. I, right. I transferred well, Martial out for Fernandez. I would have been better to stick with him. <laughs> Hence, Jinx Because you got exists. the assist rather than the goal. That's correct. Yeah. When they switched to this, you know, more wing-back system where Brandon Williams plays, and it's three, you know, three at the back with Williams and Juan Basaka on the other side, that's the most fun that this team uh, is. That's fun, United? Oh, my goodness, yeah. I wish. I mean, I, I wish Brandon Williams could play more. Does uh, Brandon? Did Brandon Williams, Brian, check our sources? Does he uh, ride his skateboard to the to the? <laughs> I don't know. Stratford End. He does might. He, does he skate up? Does he hit a? He hit, might. Does he hit up a half pipe on the way in? Maybe do some grinds. One of those little motorized scooters. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. He looks like a skater. Nothing wrong with that. I like skaters. I wish I could do it. They're talented dudes. I, and chicks. I don't want to be genderists here. I love genderists. That, yeah, genderists. I love that you're oh, using. Oh, genderists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that you're using very solidly '80s and '90s terminology. Yeah, your age is showing. You're on the verge of an okay boomer. <laughs> whatever. Right now. The the skaters and the goth kids, <laughs> the jocks and the dweebs. Firmly falls in the skater crowd. <laughs> right. 
This Brian, is what we get for Brian, staying on this Brandon match. You got Brandon Williams on your bench. You own him. Yeah, he's I, on your bench, and you hate that he's on your bench yeah, this week. Yeah, he's helping my bench to the thirty points that's laying there brutal. right now. That's so brutal. Uh, <laughs> hold on, Brian. Hold on. Let's just let's let's cross all the brutality for you at the moment. Yeah. Let's relive this. McCarthy's on your bench, right? McCarthy's on my bench. Lundstrom's Lundstrom on is, your bench. Is spot A. Mason Greenwood <laughs> played zero minutes, okay. and Brandon Williams I buried at the end of the that bench. That is a legit thirty points. Brutal. It is twelve, twelve, and six. Yes, brutal. it is. It that is, is thirty so points. So brutal. Uh, no, bad beat of the week, Scott. Right that here. is the FPL bad beat of the no week. One, no one in their right mind was expecting anything from the Manchester United defense this week. That's no, true. No. And I, I, for, I don't know. You know what, though? People who really look closer at it, you know, probably professionals, might have looked at it and thought, <laughs> wow, City hadn't been hitting on a whole lot. Oh, come on. Hey, here, this is fact, though. That is, that is revisionist history. Th- this is fact. Since Bruno Fernandes showed up, United's looked a little different. Oh, no doubt. That's so, why he's in my lineup. Uh, it looked well, a lot a, different. A, as, <laughs> it, as is mine. And and who also, who beat City earlier in the year? Oh, yeah. They, they beat the, him twice. Okay, so United's got a, the double on Did them, right? Did the double. So I just, maybe we should have seen this coming. I, I, I think I, we did a little bit. I think we saw United getting a good result, maybe not winning 2-0, but we saw United doing well in this match. Well, and it, but was a clean sheet? it was 1-0 until the end. A clean sheet on City, though? I don't know that anyone can say they Listen, David De Gea on his that. days, no one's getting by him. So. Anyone who predicted that? David De Gea was really good. I, I, sure, but anyone, got shots. Anyone did, who predicted that they got was seven. sports That's guessing. That's why I said they got seven shots. They had they it was seventy three to twenty seven possession. I'm just saying, like, right. it's just not this. It's the defense. I mean, they're going to give up goals. That's why even next week they play Burnley next week. Chris Wood is one of my transfers in partially for, for thirty one. Yeah, he's wow. in already, and I'm not all that concerned that because it's City. Okay. It's about to become the Manchester Derby episode. Yes. Are we ready? Don't be a hater, okay. you Liverpool jerk face. I, oh, now man. that we have covered all of that, <laughs> I feel much better. On to the next Those one. Those are relevant points, Brian. Thank you for bringing them up. You're Please welcome, proceed. David. You're ganging up on me. <laughs> Chelsea 4, Everton 0. Three Chelsea midfielders make the dream team. Willian, Ross Barkley, and Pedro. Brian, what's, uh, Ancelotti, what's, uh, Ancelotti said the game was decided in the first minute, and he was exactly right. What happened in the first minute, Brian? Uh, Chelsea started playing. <laughs> that was it. That's all it took? Oh, my goodness. I mean, they just ran Everton off the pitch. They did. It was, uh, I mean, they could have had, Mason Mount had a chance within, I don't know, minutes of the beginning of the game. True. Does Jordan Pickford suck? No, he doesn't. But does he, though? I don't think so. Are you sure? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, these goals, especially Williams, uh, this, the, the assist that Ross Barkley had to Willian, all I thought was, this reminds me of last season in that uh, – two and one-tenth game hot streak that Ross Barkley had <laughs> when Willian scored from like a mile out and, and Ross Barkley got, got credited with an assist. That was a similar, he had a similar long-distance effort here, but it felt like three of the goals were like preventable. All right, let's, let's discuss this real quick. 
Ownership on Barkley. Just take a guess. I know it. I just looked it up. It's probably a little bit inflated uh, than what it should be. Okay. So I'm going to go with 4%. Ryan? 1.1%. Ryan's close. It's 1.6. Good. Oh, what, good. What, what's Pedro's ownership? Uh, 1.2. Less than 1. 1.2 on the money. <laughs> yes. Wow. Are you cheating over there? I am not. What's Williams? Uh, probably the highest of the th- – well, he's asking last, but it should be the highest of the three. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, 2.1. Three and a half. 3.6? Hey, we nice. did really good. We are, one, yeah. one more. Uh, Mason Mount. It's still high. Dead teams from early in the season. Uh, seven. Nine. Shockingly, fifteen. Oh, good. That's good for all of you t- dead teams no. still having. Him. That's stupid. And that is your shocking <laughs> Chelsea ownership update. Does any of those goals mean anything? Is anyone going to buy any of these players? It'll. It'll only help. It'll help Mount because Mount's the most believable of those four. Not William. Four honestly, goal scorers. Honestly, this will sound crazy. I think Pedro is the most. Ownable going forward. Why? Out of that group. He's had two two weeks with returns in a row. He's yeah, playing why? like he wants to stay in, but I mean, you're not going to Pedro. I think, the I thing think that Pedro is, actually has more offensive talent than those other I guys. I thought this game, I mean, this is, I mean, I, I on the NBC Sports Predictor app, I mean, I my pick is solidified for posterity there. <laughs> I thought Everton would get a better result here, mostly on the grounds that everyone is injured for Chelsea. I just didn't think that they could. I yeah, thought Billy at the Gilmore very, started right, in the midfield. I thought at the very least that Everton would be able to hang on just on the goal scoring possibility for them. Two Listen, two. Pedro has know? something to prove. He has played up until the last two weeks. He had only played ninety minutes three other times. The other two were the first two games of the year. Yeah, he has and then hard. one other in the middle. Yeah, because he can't get in the side. It, he's been exactly he's been my point. By he has person. something to prove. Okay. You proved my point. He has Thank something you. to prove. You're welcome, Andy. I think <laughs> Pedro over the next few match weeks until other people get healthy or like I'm telling you, he's fighting for uh, at least one more contract. So, he's an older player, but he's tra- he's fighting for it might not be Chelsea. He's not getting it. It might okay. not be Chelsea, yeah, he's but he's trying to there. he's trying to get it with someone else. We know for sure that Angolo Conte is out still indefinitely. Kovacic is injured again. Hudson Odoi's injury is now longer term than they anticipated. You know, we have no idea on Polisic is training or getting closer to normal training, but is still nowhere near. I mean, this is they are so ravaged by injury, and I feel like they had one or maybe William was another guy that had picked up a knock somewhere during the week. I mean, this was not like this team that was out here. Uh, it just it's like kind of who they have. So the fact that they came out and obliterated Everton, yeah, it's is, pretty shocking. It is shocking, especially for the. I mean, look what Calvert, look what it did to Calvert Lewin. I mean, he not quite enough for the Benteke award, but it should have been two one when it was two nil. Richarlison had the. It was like their one moment, and Calvert Lewin just scuffed the shot. He just put it wide, and that was their one good chance in the first half, and it just didn't happen. Who's in better form right now than Dominic Calvert Lewin? Right, almost not, no one. Not many. So that's return. That's an assist for Richarlison that's gone, and a and a goal for Calvert Lewin. I don't know that it changes the game, but man, I mean, that was like the one chance, and they couldn't even put that away. It does make it difficult because if we're if we're nervous on Liverpool and we're nervous on City, 
And we don't know where to go with Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea is playing for something. That fourth place race is going to be where all of the effort is, uh, aside from 18th place. Don't you think that Arsenal's not coming for Oh, boy. Place? And by the way, talking about the older players, Pedro being one, Olivier Giroud. I was going to say, if I could pick one player just for next week, it would be Giroud. Giroud. Not only uh, he has no threat of Tammy. Tammy's still not training. And they play Villa. I mean, at this point, I don't know what, what more you could want. He is a sure thing. What's his price, Brian? Is he, has six, he dipped? Nine? I was going to say, has he dipped under seven? If there's mm-hmm. only a way we could know, is five is six five. He's dropped from seven to six five. All right, seven to start the season. Yeah. Would I be crazy to go from Ings to Giroud? No. If you needed a guy for one week, if you're planning, what do I care at this if point? If you are planning on wild or uh, free hitting week thirty one, then absolutely, I would. I would not. I would pick Giroud. All yes, right, Brian. Definitely. Scott, you have Ings? six. Hold on, Brian. You have sixty seconds. No. Tell me. Going okay. into week 30, why I might want to look ahead and think about free hitting in 31. Well, just that there's only four matches in week 31. And, and the teams that are playing, we got Spurs and West Ham, Burnley-Watford, Liverpool-Palace, Wolves-Bournemouth. Those are your four matches in week 31. So if, if, you, like, if you haven't thought this far ahead or if you're planning on what, you know, whatever move you want to make, I mean, the, the conventional wisdom has been free hit in a week where there's a limited number of matches. Right now, I mean, for me, I I would love to bring Giroud in next week, but I've been trying to plan ahead for week 31 so that I don't have to free hit. Interesting. So I'm saying that as, like, based on matchup, based on opportunity, based on now, like, this uh, burgeoning form, and based on opponent, for sure, uh, Chelsea next week against Villa it could be a similar uh, kind so my of procrastination running. My procrastination might benefit me so that I can bring in Giroud. Yeah. I as don't... opposed to your proper planning, keeping you from being able to be spontaneous enough to do that. Yes. Okay. 100% Scott, true. Slackers of the world unite. Yes. If great. there's any doubt, Ings in the last seven match weeks has one offensive return. Mm-hmm. Giroud in the last three match weeks has three offensive returns yeah which one do you want to own problem is uh, ings is about to play norwich it's gonna make it a tough decision but let's stick to what happened in game week 29 the other four nil result just happened today lester four villa nil uh villa shot themselves in the foot in this one but harvey barnes and jamie vardy gave you the majority of the returns harvey barnes highest scorer of the week Harvey Barnes is lucky uh, <laughs> that I did. I sold him this past week. You know, what? I sold him just a couple weeks ago. You brought him in two weeks ago. Yep. For the for the match that everyone was buying him for. Yeah. But in Brian, yeah. Brian, he scored nineteen points today. He had two points. Dave couldn't have owned him for that. And then I sold him because I wanted. Sarn Fernandez over Traore and Barnes, and I had to do some finagling there. Okay. And in the process... You uh, threw away 19 points. I threw away 19 points. To get Sars, too. Do you think... But let's be honest. (laughs) If I owned him, he wouldn't have scored that. I'm the jinx. Um, I can't argue with that, although um, that also seems dumb. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, so I, I I don't necessarily blame you, um, but I don't know that anyone expected Aston Villa to be this bad. Yeah. At the same time. Well, Pepe Reina made a a horrible, yeah, terrible I mean, honestly, blunder. He is he gifted Barnes goal one. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Wow. And then at that point, I think but, Villa's Villa's mental states. The reason why uh, I may honestly, till it's done here, I may end up with a minus eight on uh, getting rid of Grealish before um, before his price drops again. So that was my move last week, and seeing Grealish only score two today didn't hurt my feelings at all. I I sent KDB and Grealish no. out for Bruno and Mares. Yeah. And obviously, I haven't gotten enormous returns from that. No. Happy about what Bruno gave me, but that basically just offset the the negative four that I took. Yeah, I mean, I for me, I I think it has more to do with what Villa is showing. I mean, you can't argue with their position. In They're the in table. relegation form. Their results are getting worse. They, you know, last week they said last week we had no fight. They were criticizing. Dean Smith is criticizing his team. Tyrone Mings is speaking out two weeks ago. Two weeks ago about yeah. how about their lack of effort, and they come back with this. Yeah, jeez. Well, I guess losing the League Cup final probably didn't help a whole lot. But no, there's no doubt. You're absolutely right. Four shots total for them. One of them coming from Frederick Gilbert. They get they get no shots from the the guy who's been their motor all season. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's all bad news for Villa. But on the uh, Scott Barnes, Leicester side of the ball, yeah. Barnes, yeah. four returns in the last seven match weeks, offensive returns. Yeah. So that's that's worth keeping an eye on. I think right? I had him for the 3-1-2 stretch. There you go. Yeah. That sounds like something I would do. He's yeah. a 6-1. Uh, yeah, it was funny because last week, you know, they played Norwich and that was a, that was a consideration. I ended up, I ended up, restraining myself which i felt really good about after the norwich after the Dor- norwich match and i the reason why i'm sure i mean is anyone else out there like me i mean i wasn't jumping on any lester players given the way that they've kind of the way they've been playing after the norwich match and knowing that they have a blank next week i mean i was in no hurry to bring any of those guys in so i mean good on you if you guys held jamie vardy you know if you i have already i'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping Vardy. I'm hoping DeBrowner doesn't play. Dave, did you play or not play Jamie Vardy? I benched him. Why? Because I thought he wouldn't be starting. Okay, and you were right. <laughs> it's true. And, and then... I, th- I, well, I thought there was a chance he just might not play too. I was, I was, you know, the dreaded triangles. Who was your alternative for Vardy this week? Who, My... who did you decide? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play him instead, since I know he's probably gonna play for sure. I played, um, I played five defenders this week. Jeez, you moron! I played Saïs and Doherty. Okay, smart. Baldock, and then smart. the crappy players of Trent Alexander Arnold and Gomez. Oh, that's junk. who who brought my team down. No, in midfield I had Sar Fernandez, Rasharlson, and DeBrowna, and I only played one striker this week with a Yang. So Vardy yeah, Vardy see, was thrown to the bench. How can I? You can. I, I don't know how you could argue. Given matchups, given everything no. else, I don't know how you could argue. G- with given any of that. form, Sar, yeah. how do I not put Sar out there? Uh, Fernandez is a no-brainer. Richarlison, come on, Chelsea's defense doesn't scare nope. me. No, nope, not at all. So I, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, 
I, I'm hoping I'm hoping the Brown doesn't start Wednesday, and if not, then I get. Well, he has to not play. Well, Dave, you're a little bit better than the masses, and we know that the masses are dumb. are dumb. The dumb mass move of the week. That's why we have the dumb mass move mm. of the week. The dumb mass move of the week is the more than six hundred thousand negative net transfers for Jamie Vardy. It's a lot. In light of the results today and his 11 fantasy points, how could you say that transferring him out is anything other than dumb? Now, count me among those who did it several weeks ago. (laughs) But uh, (coughs) there's even already an article on the FPL website about how Vardy punished those who sold him. Among the top sellers, Jamie Vardy leading into this game week. I mean, last week had to be the... If you held him through last week or bought him for Villa, I mean, I think that would have been the thing to push you over the edge to see him not do anything and then know that he was still kind of – he wasn't a guarantee to start this week. But, Dave, Jamie Vardy for game week 29 is reason number 893 why the Premier League needs an injury protocol to enhance fantasy Premier League Preach. for its owners. Preach it, Scott. Bring it. If you know Jamie Vardy has a chance of playing, you're probably going to do something a little bit different in your lineup. Am I right? Yeah. The last multiple weeks of the season, there's been a common theme. Yeah. We but, haven't known crap no. about injuries till game day where it's wicked too late for fantasy players. And you know what? Good for the managers for using this to their tactical advantage, but shame on the Premier League for not closing down this loophole. It does seem silly compared to the American sports where we're used to uh, transparency when it comes to injuries because the leagues make them. This is uh, this is beyond cloudy. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Uh, Watford or um, Jamie Vardy, Jamie Wardy, Watford, Wardy, Jamie Vardy uh, playing Watford next week. Does that bother you at all? No. Okay. No. No, I would expect a non-shutout next week. No, is this going to be Jamie Vardy now? You know, going on a streak. Well, he's back to his efficient, Scott, he is e- efficient best. I mean, he took two shots today. You know what he did with both of them? He scored both of them. Right. So that's that's what's been missing from Jamie Vardy for his terrible streak slash uh, baby having. It's true. <laughs> no, Brian, it's a valid point. Now they don't play in thirty-one. Right. But. Is it worth going after? They're going to have a double match week coming up. Again, Are you free hitting in 31? Well, that's what I'm saying. Do I, you care about who's who's playing right. in 31? Well, if you're, if using you're your Brian, free hit? you care because he might be able to field a team without using a, a free hit. He's already committed. So, yeah. yeah, if I can get close and not use a free hit, yeah, sure. Brian, can I ask you a question about that strategy? You're yeah, go blind? ahead. Did that, has that yet, that strategy to lead up to 31, mm-hmm. has that yet hurt you? with your results in the game weeks so far? No, I've gone up in my overall rank. I've stayed exactly where I was in our mini league table. Uh, My like, I I feel like I'm just maintaining right now. And I feel like my only good shot at doing any sort of leap of an advancement is to be able to throw my chips at double weeks. Let the record show that in the years we've done this podcast, no one has come on stronger at the end of a season than Brian Chesko. But I think the common thinking or you know, just this, the regular like, worry about saying I'm going to 
use multiple game weeks to build up to a reduced game week yeah. is, well, won't that cost me in those weeks leading up? Won't I lose out on points because I'm limiting myself a little bit, building up to game week 31? And you're saying, not necessarily. Yeah, what's hilarious to me this week, even right now, I mean, if if KDB, please, soccer gods, may ye keep his back injury... <laughs> Uh, firmly Are you Seamus cursing him? I, a little bit. Is there? I'll have to look up some Belgian curses here before <laughs> the end of the I just pod. want to know how he is positioned on a windy Manchester day. Yeah, there you go. Know. If he does not play, like many others, it will benefit me greatly. I like we. You know, I, you said a little bit ago. Is it's gonna is, benefit you twelve points? Will he score more than twelve? Uh, and I, it doesn't feel like it. No, no, so probably not. I would get Lundstrom's twelve as my, uh, you know, as my bench points. There are plenty of people who are going to benefit from KDB not playing at all, and I am one of them. So I will happily take twelve off my bench <laughs> in a week where I'm looking at green arrows in every single thing except my overall rank, which is hilarious to me right now. That, so that's weird. All I'm saying is, yeah, Scott, I, I, I have feel. I, I have not to interrupt you, Dan. I have made. So many non like non moves. So many like I'll put this guy in. I'm ready to take the minus eight. I'm my fingers hovering over the confirm button, and I decide not to. Mm. I have I have restrained myself from so many hits since the start of the calendar year, and I've taken a few. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> However, it it really has not. Has I mean, it burned you? It has you not yet. hurt me at all. I just cannot catch. You know, I can't catch up a lot. So to me, the the last best chance. I have every chip left. Right. I have I have triple captain. I still have my wild card. Yep. Free hit and. What are you waiting best. for on that wild card? I'm waiting to maximize one of those one of well, those tell, weeks. Tell. Well, so, so we know for sure week 34 is going to be a big double thir- match. Weeks week. 34 and 37 are the two big double weeks. That's right. And so it seems like from you know from the information that's out there, it looks like thirty seven is going to be the bigger of the two, which is crazy because that's the second to the last weekend right. of the season. And and there are so many points at the end of the season. There's a little bit more clarity, I think, for for lineups and be, to be able to build up to that point. Uh, then I think you'll have you know thirty one right now. I mean, I have three wolves. I have three Liverpool players, and now I have Chris Wood. I have seven out of my eleven spots. I have six, barring an injury to one of these guys. I have seven seven of eleven spots going into week thirty. You know already right. going right, into right. week thirty one. So I just everyone's going to have the same people. I mean, everyone's going to have Jimenez already. Everyone's got Mane Salah. Alexander Arnold, somebody from Liverpool defense. You know, lots more people have Jota, Doherty, Saiz. So I'm already on those guys. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, right. do, there's nothing no, novel words, like, here, right? In other words, like, I, no one's gaining on you. Well, that's, that's exactly it. I, I'm just, right now, this is going to be a, that's going to be a really strong template team for week 31. Sure. So, and and that sets yeah. you up if you don't use a free hit. That sets you up. Scott, quit rubbing your forehead. That sets you up. I think he's just doing that as a 
general no, body no. movement. No, not, no, he not was in no, frustration. He's, no. <laughs> it sets you up. Now I'm frustrated. Possibly, well, no, no, no. Well, Scott, hey, you asked a really valid hey, question. Stupid! What are you doing? Rubbing your forehead. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just thinking. No, Scott, you you brought up a very, very valid point. You well, said, thank you. What are you going to do when you're going to use your wild card? Why haven't you used it? I think the thought is use it in week 34. Bench boost in thirty five. So now, so now you have the your maximum guys going as well, and or and possibly do that for thirty for thirty seven, thirty eight, and or then use your free hit in thirty seven. It's it's the last roll of the dice I have. I mean, I I've wanted to wild card. I mean, there are multiple weeks where I could have made five or six transfers, and I was like, you know what, I'll hold here, and it ended up being mostly okay. I mean, it, so far it's been okay. I'm still in the top million. That's good, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just like comparative to where I mean, comparative to where I was, I was in three millionth of half half of the <coughs> season, half of the season ago. So yeah. I'm just like, to me, it's the last, it's the last gasp. I mean, sure. if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen that way, and it may not. It probably won't. Well, I mean, but but, uh, but here's, here's the truth: a lot of people have already used their cards, and or a lot of their cards, and or all their cards. <laughs> and so this will give you an opportunity to to do some catching up, right? Yeah. So it's, I mean, look, it's just the last of the strategy that I can do. So you know, it just is. Let the record. Let's, sh- let's just have fun with this. See where it goes. There you are. <laughs> That's the all show. that we do all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that uh, I withheld the Liverpool match until now. Oh wow. Liverpool two, Bournemouth one. Here's the question. Thank you, thank you, James Milner. Right, right. Oh man, that's true. That's true. And Salah, Salah, and Mane both gave you returns offensively. But here's the question: Yes or no? We'll keep this short. Was Joe Gomez fouled in the build-up on the Bournemouth goal? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the, oh my goodness! The yes. pain, the pain on Dave's face. Whatever. Too, like, if you want to be a puss about it, yeah, sure. Whatever. You know what? I don't want to. <laughs> but meow. Dave. Meow. No. Can we Dave, agree on one thing, though, Dave? If look, Gomez. Yeah, let's agree on one thing. Gomez Welbeck'd himself into a non-call. What does that mean? Danny Welbeck would never go down in the box. He was always too honest. When okay. he was fouled in the box, he never went down. He never mm-hmm. got a call. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Do we want to be fans of a league where the players have to go down to get the calls? No, I hate that. Yeah. So just make the call. I'm okay if they, if they call that. I'm okay with that. Hey, you got a PGMOL full explanation of no clear and obvious error, and I don't know what else you're going to complain about. But it was an obvious foul. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. In the meantime, though, we Scott, all... Scott, what I want is we a all... refereeing federation that isn't scared... To, to go against their on-the-field referee. That's the thing, right? It's not about making the calls standardized across all matches. It's about making sure that the on-pitch referee just isn't doing something horribly stupid. What that means is you're still going to get a wide variety of calls from the on-pitch referees. And unlike here in the United States and all of our sports leagues, and in some VAR you know, uses uh, across the world as well in other leagues, you're, you're looking at, standardizing the rules, making sure that it's applied equally across all matches. I mean, this was an easy week where we could see between Joe Gomez, Chris Wood, the aforementioned Fred, this is not about getting the calls called the same way across all matches. It's just about covering the asses of the on-field referees. Yep. 
I'm CYA. That's all the FA is involved with is CYA. Call your own. Call your cover your call your aunt. Call call cover your <laughs> oh oh cover your your A double S. But I do like call your aunt. Uh, should <laughs> call ants all everywhere? Was was Klopp, phone calls. Klopp was like inches away from fist pumping the 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 linesman in the face on the goal celebration. Why didn't he get some? Because he's Klopp. He's happy Klopp. Everyone loves happy Klopp. Especially when he's fist pumping in your face. Scott, you you had said it last week that you were a little bit, little bit more concerned, I think, about Liverpool results than I was last week. Mm-hmm. This game starts off with Callum Wilson goal. Yeah. And, well, and then everyone's and then, like, and holy then, crap, what's going on? And then the worst possible thing that could have happened for Bournemouth is to lose one of their most consistent best players in Steve Cook. Yeah. And probably for what looks like a, a longer season, a longer term maybe. injury, which is the worst thing that could have happened to them. So next thing you know, Liverpool is able to get one back and then they go up again. Salah with a great take, a great early take and a goal. Uh, in my opinion, one of his best this season. Yeah, given the pass for sure. No, no. But, but what did it? But what did it take to get that, David? It took a turnover. It took a turnover it took a, on the it defensive took a, yet side. Yet again, a another mistake. brutal mistake. Yep. To set it up, a mistake in your own half as a defender is brutal for you. That's how they got both their goals. So, I you know, kudos to Liverpool. They got it done, but it wasn't convincing. At this point, it doesn't have to be. I'm I'm kind of upset, and and I know that I'm in the minority on this. I'll admit this up front, but I I don't. I, I'm kind of upset with all the people who are saying Liverpool's going to have to break records, more records, points records, in order to uh, have a successful season. Now you can't just win the title. Yeah, they can. Title's the title. I don't care what the points total at the end of the season ends up being. I don't care if regression to the mean happens in the last nine matches of the season. If Liverpool go on to win this title, no matter how it happens, no matter how it washes out in the end, I'm going to be thrilled with the fact that Liverpool won their first Premier League title in 2020. You will be, but the players won't be. You know what? I don't think it's going to carry over they'll like look that. Back, they'll look back and go, <clears throat> why, did, why didn't we have a go at it? I, I just disagree. That's fine. That's I, fair. I had just disagree. And in this match, the main thing coming out of it is the fact that that Bournemouth goal and the non-call on the Joe Gomez foul means that you know we miss out on clean sheet points again. Tell, Liverpool defenders. Tell me about it. Now, as the FPL reminded us, it was uh, uh, only two clean sheets whenever Allison is not in goal. Two of the now 11 matches. True. In which Adrian has deputized for Allison, as the FPL said. That was uh, I did not look that up, but that is not that long of a term injury. But he was a scan. They did have to do a scan to determine that he did something to his hip. Alice. Yes. So that is why he missed out on the match. Was a hip injury. We know that for sure. Robertson was out as a precaution. Should be fine for midweek, as Klopp said uh, after the match. I'm going to bring back a segment we haven't had in a long time. Oh, man. Brother Matt's stat of the day. Okay. And now it's time for Brother Matt's stat of the day. You ready for this, Dave? Bring it. It's the number 11. Number 11. Uh, Am I guessing here? Are we we doing this? I mean, I I feel like you should try to redeem yourself after Scott's stat of the day. Mm. Number 11. 11 
uh, it had been 11 games since uh, James Milner had taken a penalty. Mm, maybe. What is it? Seven. Eleven. Eleven. What? what game seven was it? the other stat. Eleven is uh, eleven is the number of uh, hamstring muscles that Josh King completely shredded in his latest hamstring wow. injury. Wow. That might be true. Wow. It's also the number of wins in the Premier League for Adrian. Eleven and zero in Man, the Premier what League. What a signing! <laughs> that guy. How can you signing argue? of the year? How can you argue with that? Wow. He's won you a trophy, Unbelievable. and he's unbeaten I mean, in the he league. was at home. The foresight it took from Liverpool Brass to find him. Hey, who, who the hell's sitting on the couch? Oh, hell, it's that Adrian guy. Give that guy a call. Hell, he'll be great for us. Signing of the season. Woohoo! Yeah, that's, yeah. Tex. <laughs> Tex is an assistant manager for Liverpool. That's their the Boston. That's their Boston ownership group. <laughs> That is as far from Boston as you can get with an accent. Oh, boy. By the way, Sadio Mane did make the dream team. It's worth mentioning. 13 points. Hey, dumbass move of the week. A lot of people selling Salah going to Mane. Scott, what do you think about that? I, guess, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to think about I guess it. it's because Mane scored more points yeah, than Salah. Yeah, again. I mean, I would just say the luckiest guy in terms of FPL points this season has been Mo Salah, and that's mostly because Mane has been injured more than he has. I mean, it's I owning both again is still it's a, gr- it's a, fine. a good move. It's good. I think I I do think it is curious whenever a guy scores a goal and he drops His price drops. Yeah. yeah, it is crazy. I don't I don't yeah. understand that. All right, Dave, you've waited long enough. Have I? Arsenal one. Yes, come on, you guys. West Ham nil. Go ahead and lead us straight into your Arsenal moment. Listen, as an Arsenal fan, there's been little to cheer for. And all it was was one win, Scott. One win. But you know what's wild? Is we have less losses than Manchester City. In fact, Arsenal and Wolves have six losses. The only other person who has less is your Liverpool. It's not a horrible place to be. The problem is we don't have many wins. (laughs) We have a lot of draws. Took you a long time to get a win. Now, I don't know how you look at that. But but look, bottom line is this. We got to win. We got to win. And we haven't lost a Premier League match. 2020. So good. so look, it, we had a we had a bad bow out against Olympiacos. So this was kind of a, a game like, hey, where how is the team going to respond? And West Ham, this is a West Ham that should have arguably beat Liverpool two weeks ago. Okay, this is a West Ham team that hasn't been playing bad. Uh, and, West Ham, West Ham outshot you guys. I know. by about a million. West Ham had their chances. Antonio, Alaire, yeah, anyone who's more precise on, on that day would have would have beaten Arsenal. So I'm I'm just saying, uh, West Ham has been good. West Ham recently, so that's a good. I'll take it. That's a good win. A one nothing win. The fact that they're able to shut them out. So um, look, as an Arsenal fan, I'm happy about it. Saka, I know a lot of people pop possibly went to him with just looking yeah. at the transfers in. He's a midfielder playing def- defense, but he leads Arsenal in assists this year. So with- he had a moment in this match, a great, great run in, into the box. He'll have those. Yeah. He'll have. Listen, don't think that they won't get their chances against City. They will. They will get their chances against City. How do you feel about unselfish Özil? 
too unselfish. He had a shot before his. For, okay, so number one, his pass to Lacazette, he probably should have shot, possibly. Yeah, he but could it, have. There was another one about three minutes before then where he had a shot and he gave it up and he shouldn't have. He is like, he is scared to shoot and or thinks pass too much. Worked out well, though, in the goal. On the goal, it did. And Lacazette's happy. Lacazette continues to love to score off the bench right now. He seems to be a super sub. Every goal he celebrates like it's the first goal he's ever scored. He's happy about <laughs> goal scoring right now, Brian. Is he's it just cause, okay? It's just because he likes his chances or just because he, I mean. Well, I don't you're, know. You're, I... You are on record as saying that he is not, this is not about giving Kinkedia or before Martinelli or anyone else a shot. This is more about, this was more about Europa League, which is now not an issue. And so. Huh. I know. Lacazette not playing again in this match. Uh, is, I mean, is he just one of the rotation now? I don't know. I don't know what's going on in it's training. It's Obama Yang and? It, oh, listen, a lot of Arsenal fans want to know where the heck Martinelli is. Where is he? I don't know. What happened It doesn't seem like they're saving him for Europa at the moment. So, is it that Arteta's just not. settled in? He settled in. He likes the attacking style that he gets with... Aubameyang and Nketiah with one of those, you know, Martinelli hasn't even come off the bench recently. No. It, it's weird. It's really weird. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. If they weren't, Martinelli hasn't played in a Premier League match in, in four match weeks. Before that, he had a 2-8 and an 8 in starts. So, I don't I don't know what's going on there. Martinelli is, he's not injured. So, I don't know if something's going on in training. I think it's safe to say, though, that None of us jumped on Arsenal prior to this double game week once that was announced. Do you, you still have Aubameyang, though, Dave? Oh, yeah, right? I do. Aaron, I did you captain him? I did captain him. Okay, so you're waiting to see how well that works out for you. I need I need him to do something. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yet. After City midweek, the next three opponents, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich, obviously, if you haven't jumped on Arsenal yet, you missed out on the double game week, but... Should you still go into yeah, the going Arsenal in, business for the yeah, next three into weeks? week thirty-two? That changes a little bit. The the one concern though, Dave, seriously, this is another match where it's less than ten shots. I know, outshot fourteen so, to nine, two shots on target for the, the match. One, one of the biggest things that they had that Arteta, I think, one of his main goals was is to seal up the defense. So I think they have less people going forward. They are taking less shots. Mm-hmm. They just have to be more clinical. They're not blowing people out. They're not scoring as many goals as they did in the Emery time, but they're not leaking goals either. Hey, one start for Mari, one clean sheet. It's something. I don't think it's going to continue, but it is something. So, look, they've uh, recently had three of the last four matches clean sheets. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave, I mean, that's something. Uh, somebody, Scott, you mentioned weeks ago, Hector Bayarin. Yeah. Uh, according to the uh, according to the mirror, Hector Bayarin has been taking painkillers in order to play through the pain of his groin injury. He suffered a tear in his right groin uh, that has made crossing the ball a hard task. I imagine it's made other tasks a little bit more challenging <laughs> uh, as well. I would imagine. But, uh, what's the deal with that? Do you care? As an Arsenal fan, I care. Um, as fantasy wise, that has no relevance. As a human being, as a man, sure. I would rather not see Socrates 
lot of a lot of fans were clamoring for where the heck is Ainsley Mait- Maitland Niles? Yeah, where has that guy been? Who he could have played. I I don't know why he wasn't in the match and Socrates was. I, great question. I can only wonder if listen Arteta comes from the 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 Pep world of if you don't show me it in training, you're not going to play. I thought so, I thought you'd start your Arsenal moment by saying you were glad that Mustafi wasn't playing. Well, I'm look. I'm not trying to rub it in, but never hurt my feelings when Mustafi got injured. So, okay. uh, Pablo Mari, a lot of people have been screaming for him. He finally comes in. There's mixed reviews on his debut. You know, it's his first Premier League match. Does losing Lucas Torreira for long term injury does that hurt you guys? Yes, I think it does. Defend from in terms of midfield solidarity. Yeah, defensively especially. Okay. So they've been able to bring him in recently. Ceballos and Jaka have been starting right in front of the defense. Ceballos has played really well, but they've been bringing Jaka. I mean Jaka. They've been bringing Torreira in late to help defensively. So I mean, you're, fantasy wise, you're not you're not playing him much. But uh, look, Arsenal Arsenal defense. If you wanted to take a shot at someone coming up. Over the next uh, three match weeks, at, was it after thirty one? Is that right? Yeah, I I included the can the the postponed thirty one matchup in that rundown I just gave earlier. Obviously, that one's postponed. I know that they're they're way more focused on defense than they were earlier in the year. Sure. So, Mari is at a four eight. Is he going to continue to start? Maybe. Probably. Pro- I, I would. I think would so. imagine. So, uh, as as you know, again, Saka. If you're going to play him, look. He he leads the team in assists. He's a four six midfielder, so you're not going to get yeah, he clean is, sheet points. Oh, he is the enabler. There's no for, doubt from this point on, as long as Arsenal has uh, has the matchups for yep. sure. So Saka's you can't spend a four point six money better than than Bukayo Saka. Tierney and uh, not that it matters at all, but Cedric Suarez. But Tierney is getting closer. Uh, to but he's not making taking a push, he's not but, taking Saka's spot. Okay. Unless they move Saka up into a, a winger, which is his true position. So, last thing, any possible interest at all in Enkedia? The cheapest if possible he gets, guy. If he gets another start, he's at a four three. Yeah. He's cheaper than than Greenwood, right? He's the same price. So and he's playing. But he, that's the difference. I was gonna say, but he's playing. I don't know. It makes me nervous because I don't know if he's gonna continue to start games. So that that makes me. Scott's waving his head. No, I don't want him. Anyways, right? You don't want Eddie and Kedia. Well, Scott, he hasn't been horrible. This is lousy player. fantasy advice. Okay. On the West Ham side, really <laughs> briefly. I'm back on the pod. All by right, the way. all right, all right. Just that West Ham had an amazing chance early on, and you could see Antonio about stomping a, a yes. hole into the ground because yes, I think he was expecting Alaire to to hold up yep. and was playing a little back pass and Alar kept going. Yep. And that's one nil West Ham. Yeah. And, I feel like, and that yeah, changes. but that's also West Ham in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Antonio Fornals and, and Jared Bowen had 10 of the West Ham of 10 of 14 shots. I mean, those guys, if that's starting to click a little bit, well, look, let's, let's address Jared Bowen. Real quick. He's, he's playing really good for them. Antonio is doing the same. Bowen, it says six five. That's way higher than I expected. Wow. Which is why I'm saying if it was me and I had to pick one of those guys, I would pick Antonio, even if he's a little bit more expensive. What's their schedule like, Dave? Upcoming. They do play in thirty one, so that's a right. bonus. They play Spurs, which is no big deal. 
It's not not a big Absolutely deal. Absolutely no big deal. So they're they're home to Wolves in thirty. That's not great. They're at Spurs thirty one. Then they're home to Chelsea thirty two. At Newcastle thirty three. That's not the easiest. Schedule. It's not easy, but it's not terribly concerning. I agree. They need these games, and they're playing well. I agree. They are definitely playing well. I I'm just man. I'm surprised about Bowen's price. That's disappointing. I wanted him to be cheaper. He might be in my free hit game week thirty one lineup. For I mean, come on. That's, would you rather that have is a great differential guy? Honestly, hey, yeah, stop. Four Why? Four nulls. It's six zero. I'd rather have four nulls. Not even a question, right? Yeah. As cr- for a creative guy, I'm saying I know. Yeah. But oh, stop right now. If you had to choose Bowen or four nulls, Bowen being point five billion dollars more. <laughs> Way to try to uh, influence the question here. I mean, I would probably. I mean, yes, on those grounds, yeah, I would take Pornells. But I think I don't think how I don't think many people are going to take Antonio anyway. I, I like would the, take. I like the choice. I Antonio would take Jared Bowen just like because you don't want me to, Dave. <laughs> I like the kid. I like the yeah. kid. I hate his price point. Sure. Hey, third straight start for uh, uh, Ngakia. He's going to keep playing. This is where Dave says, Ooh. who cares? Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's playing. He's 4-0. That's what I'm saying. And their fixtures said, upcoming are semi-difficult. Right, we I don't want him. All right. But I like the name. If I, could, if I could change my last name to Ngakia as opposed to Smith, I would do it. Burnley won. Spurs won. Where do we start? Should we start with Chris Wood? Ryan, where do you want to start? No one took more shots this week or had more shots on target than Chris Wood. And all it took is for him to not have a hamstring injury. It makes me furious that he picked up the injury that he did when he did, considering how prolific for Burnley they have been in the past few weeks. 21 shots for Burnley against Spurs this week. 21. That's a few. That is, that is a good bit. That's unreal. Now, Burnley are playing in game week 31. Yes. They are playing Manchester City in game week 30. Right. Is now the time to bring in Chris Wood? For me, yes. <laughs> for, for me. For other people, no. Uh, I see. So all- if you're avoiding the free hit in 31, why not go to Chris Wood? Yeah. Look, this is Chris Wood's best. I mean, he's on 11 goals this season. Premier League is has promoted this already. He, you know, this is this is his best scoring season of his career. And his form has been excellent. It it dipped after preseason when he scored like the he was scored like 10 goals in the preseason or something. He was the guy right now, coming out of preseason right. and Ashley Barnes stole all the headlines at the beginning of the season and then Chris Wood picked it up. Dumb question here. What? Danny Ings or Chris Wood? Danny Ings is 7 0. Chris Wood, 6 1. I might take. Chris Wood t- plays in 31. Ings does not. I might take Shane Long over Danny Ings right now. And I'm only saying that because Shane Long, if you needed, again, an enabler and, as a forward, Shane Long is playing a majority of match minutes. And he's four point six. I he is he had the better chances even this week than Ings in the Newcastle match. Wow, Danny Ings, what I, has look, happened to you? Nothing. He's just it's. What I, do you mean I, nothing? He's just what do you human. mean nothing? He's Something. just he's human. What do you want him to do? Score a goal every single week? He was doing that, kind of. And you know guys, what happened? So Brian? was Vardy. Everyone dips. Listen, 
We should all know Everyone why. dips, Dave. Stop, Scott. Do you know? We all should know <laughs> why Ings has slumped. Because I have owned him. You dumb. I have brought him down. And guess what? I'm probably going to sell him and bring in a Chris Wood. All right, I'm keeping Ings, and I'm not going to Chris don't, Wood. Don't! Don't, <laughs> don't, Chris do, don't do that to Chris Why Wood. Why would you do that? He's a I'm, nice man. I'm going to bring in Chris Wood he's and gonna tear, He's going to tear ACL as soon as you buy him. <laughs> this is so The true. first headline after you transfer him in is, Chris Wood spotted in a walking boot. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Wood on crutches post post training. He's gonna pull a bayarine. All right, so Ings and Calvert Lewin, would you send those two out for Giroux and Wood for next week or for game week thirty one? Just just, just tomorrow. Just, just tomorrow. No, I, I would. Keep, I would. I would keep Calvert Lewin. I wouldn't. Would I wouldn't though? get rid of Calvert Lewin. Everton plays Liverpool and. Uh, Hold on, hold on. DCL's next three matches: home to Liverpool. They don't play in thirty-one. They're ho- then they're home to Leicester, and then they're at Spurs. Those aren't bad. <laughs> they're not great. I, listen, you can't really predict matchups in this in this year's Premier League. I don't. I don't know what what everything's showing I, up. The, I the, the am one not. That... I'm not worried one tiny bit about anyone other than Liverpool, and then a little bit Sheffield. I think after that, it is a complete... Fascinating. It is a crapshoot. That is a fascinating statement. Red matchups in this... When you click a player's name and you see red, there's only one of those that means anything. And after that, Sheffield should bother you a little bit because they are so organized. I am creeping up a little bit on Crystal Palace because they have tightened it up. And, and somehow, yeah, Crystal Palace keeps getting, and they they resigned and, and they resigned and, your boy, and Uncle new, Roy. And you new, can't call him a boy. No, he's a yeah, he's a grandfather. He's a yeah, grandpa. Roy. He might be a great grandfather, great uncle, <laughs> Godfather Roy. And Newcastle, you know what you're going to get from them. There's no doubt. So, I agree. So they can ship goals. There are matches. There are matches where they do, but. Why is anyone looking at Chelsea and Leicester and any of these other teams with that? If it's a red matchup, why is anyone looking at that as like it's something serious? I feel like it's a, I feel like it's silliness. Chelsea, Bournemouth at playing at Bournemouth <clears throat> is a gray matchup according to the stupid I don't matchup that, raider. Though, That's the dumbest thing. No one should look at that anymore. But the red, I it. Drives decision making. You cannot tell. Matchups. You cannot tell me that it does not drive people's decision you making. Listen to them. <laughs> okay, Jim Gaffigan. Here we go. <laughs> We're still talking about Burnley Spurs. Let's move to the Spurs side of the ball. Yep. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the uh, roasting quick. of Indombale? You're not bringing in any Burnley defenders, are you? Oh, or Pope? Well, everyone's going to have Pope. That has a choice to bring in Pope for the for game week thirty one. Okay, a ton of people already own him. Okay, so you're if and he's and his why not Ben Foster and his transfers in are really high this week. So even with the even with the Manchester City matchup, it's not stopping anyone from buying Burnley players. Okay, so no Charlie Taylor, Charlie Taylor, I think is a Taylor or Bardsley. If you had to pick one, I'd I mean if it was me, I'd pick Charlie Taylor, but. I mean, I think more people are going for Tarkowski, but there's been me just doing his job week in and week out. 
Causing penalties. There he is. <laughs> right, exactly. Just there. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just there, Ben <laughs> I mean, it was a soft penalty, if I'm honest, but penalty nonetheless. Yeah. Delhi scores it. I'd like to use that to transfer over to Spurs again, if I might. So Delhi gets the goal on the penalty kick here. Otherwise, not a whole lot to see on the Spurs side of the ball. Two quietly good weeks in a row for Delhi. And I think it is of interest for anyone uh, to see De- who is the Spurs penalty taker. Uh, Delhi post match said he felt like, uh, in typical Spurs fashion, they had a slow start, played into the game, and probably uh, had some better chances at the end. And uh, I mean, one one is fair though. But I think it is it, it is an important thing to see who's taking the penalties for them. The biggest thing is that Bergvine is injured. Uh, that Mourinho is saying he doesn't expect Bergvine to play again this season. That, boy, is, Scott. that is massive so, for them. Funny story about Steven Bergvine. That's Scott. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Um, so last week we played up the fact that uh, Diane uh, Diane joined our, our team. Yeah. Uh, we haven't nicknamed a, Diane yet. Well, let's let it. Let's let it happen on its just own. Just let it. Let's just ha- let let's, it happen. Let's let it happen. Come on, I can't force it. No, it makes you nervous. You're, me even you're, thinking about I it. I honestly, if you even say your suggestion so yeah. far, I, what, de- what, de- Diane? I demand gonna, you edit them. <laughs> this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound. Or bleep way, them. It's gonna sound way worse than it actually is. But you love forcing things. Yes. Of course I do. Okay. Yeah. Like, so like, let's, let's, okay. let's Diane, right. no. let's, Diane, hold, let's hold. Why are you bleeping it? That would make it sound like you're saying something bad and you're not. <laughs> I, I know that, but it'll no, sound No, he amazing. is. He's saying terrible nicknames. He's forcing the issue. So here's the deal. Diane joined us. Uh, and one of the things that you, you get when you become a monthly supporter of our podcast is you get to join our workspace. And she's been, she's been very heavy contributor. She's been, she's been talking been with us all week. Giving long. me some shtick. Yeah, me too. I deserve uh, it. She happens to be uh, ahead of all of us in the, in, in the podcast. We should week. be asking her questions. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But uh, one of the things that I asked her is that as a follow up, an additional item is we get to build a segment around you. If you're a monthly supporter of our podcast. That's right. So I asked her what her favorite segment is. And she mentioned, of course, how to say with Brian J. Okay. However, we obviously discussed Stephen Bergfine a couple of weeks ago in that how to say segment. And so she cited that as, as one of her uh, favorite moments. Nice. Obviously Dutch Scott last week. But then she proceeded to prove that she has definitely been a longtime supporter of this podcast. Oh, because she decided that she wanted to make a bet with me. Okay. Whoa. I like this. She wanted to make a bet on how many goals Bergvine would score over the rest of the season. Ugh, uh, now this is heartbreaking because I see you where took this is the going. over. You of mor- course I took the you over. Dumb moron. What, what was it one? Now hold on. The over she on offered one? she offered five, and I said, five makes me nervous. Let's do four. And we struck a deal. And now there's a glaring red triangle on Beric Fine's name yeah. on the FPL well, website. We can only nix this. My vote, Brian, and you you would have to support it, would be to nix the bet 
and we'd have to we'd have to come up with another. Well, one. I mean, it's either that or the bet stands, and I have to wear wooden clogs as Dutch Scott for uh, social media. Bet stands. Uh, I am fully <laughs> bet stands. One hundred percent favor this bet. All in favor, say aye. Aye. All right, we have a decision, and that will solve the. Uh, that's the bet is confirmed. Uh, I'm sorry, Scott, but you'll have to be wearing clogs uh, at some point in the near future. I'll wear clogs once Dave, Dave does his push-ups. Up yeah, absolutely. Hey, next week then, that'll hey, be no. done. You better have some wooden break. clogs. Next international break, we are going to make it a bet-heavy right, podcast. There we go, all right. Teaser for a couple fair of weeks. Enough. We'll pay up on all these bets. All right. Diane, we're so glad that you're with us. Yes. And if you want to join Diane and the others who are already a part of our community in between episodes... Uh, please, by all means, check out our, our Patreon page, patreon.com. Uh, we are FSFC, Fantasy Soccer FC. We don't really have to talk about Mourinho and his scathing review no, of just, Ndombele. It no, was just, just because... Just a bad performance from from the midfield and Mourinho saying that they need more from a guy that they just signed, one of their big signings that everyone was really excited for and uh, not too, too long ago. Uh, Dwight McNeil, two bonus points without any attacking returns. Uh, really great performance. Again, two weeks in a row for Dwight McNeil. Uh, if you jumped on him for whatever reason last week after a really great performance, you're not disappointed here. He's still got you something. So I feel like that uh, says a lot about the way he's playing. Plus, he looks, every time you watch that guy, he is so quick. He is so not Burnley compared to everyone else that is out there for the right. most part. And right. It's. I think that he uh, playing at a high level, playing fast, is uh, really good for everyone in front of him. I agree. Dwight McNeil's problem hey, is he Jay plays Rodrig- for Burnley. Jay Rodriguez <laughs> gets the assist on the Chris Wood goal. Jay Rodriguez has been playing pretty well too. It's. Hey. Not, it's not a terrible. That is a super differential. If you wanted to go, you know, real deep on it, but Dave, Jay, Jay Rodriguez is up there. Dave's gonna love what I'm about to say next. Bring it for the first time this season. J-Rod's overall point total exceeded Ashley Barnes's. Yes. That makes me very happy. Suck on that finger mask. Hey, he's coming back soon, though. Not if J-Rod keeps doing his thingy thing. (laughs) What's this? Dave keeps... (laughs) That's annoying. Dave keeps aging. Brian himself. just did a one-handed <laughs> finger mask. Oh, it's a monocle. <laughs> he did the it's Ashley, like a monocle. The Ashley Barnes monocle. Oh my gosh. The, the Monopoly man of finger masks. Do it again so Scott can get it in social. Do not pass go. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Sheffield. Hey, that's hey, that's another deep '90s cut for anyone, anyone what? thirty and under. What the game it, Monopoly? No, no. <laughs> what? Ace Ventura when uh, nature calls. No one course. knows what that is. Of course, yeah, sure. You may proceed. Sheffield one, Norwich nil. Could a match show the chasm between two newly promoted clubs any more than this one? Uh, the goal in this one coming from Billy Sharp. There's only one nothing though. It wasn't John, like the chasm was that big. Billy Sharp made the dream team. John Lundstrom joins it yeah. as well. Off the bench, John Lundstrom. Nope. Uh, no, he, he got started a start, in this match. Didn't he? he sure did. And he didn't get substituted out for the guy he's uh, who was his who has been his replacement here. He played straight through. He uh, he had his chance and he made the most of it, didn't he? 
He sure did. 12 fantasy points. Yeah, and, and Chris Wilder sang his praises post-match and just talked about what a what a professional he is and how happy he is with everyone. And it's all wonderful and glorious <laughs> in Sheffield. And there's nothing wrong, and they only do the right things, and they're all men, and they do great. And yet Chris Wilder showed himself to be a bit of a pessimism. I'm going to prove that with the return of the Chris Wilder quote of the week. Pessimism or pessimist? Well, he showed his pessimism. Oh, showed his pessimism. Yes. He showed himself to be a pessimist through his pessimism. Did I say that wrong? I think so. Play the tape back. <laughs> we'll find out. Here's what Chris Wilder had to say. The wheels haven't fallen off again today. I don't know if they're going to in the future, but they're showing no signs of it at the moment. I love it. End quote. That's a great Chris great, Wilder is so realistic. Outlook. He's so realistic. Honestly, this could have turned very very drastically if Dean Henderson doesn't have a moment in this match where he made multiple saves off the line. I don't even know how Norch didn't score in that moment, but Dean Henderson stood up and roared into the heavens and it was an outstanding moment in this match. I was going to say it was uh Norch probably deserved a little bit more here. They've deserved more in many matches this season, but yeah, I mean, Sheffield did what they seem to be really good at. Who who would you trust more with a 1-0 lead than Sheffield? True. Not many. Not, not many. at all. Not many. Definitely not Liverpool. <laughs> okay. Not not recent Liverpool. All right. Would you go Especially back to if that. Adrian's in the goal. Thanks. Signing of the year. Chris he, Basham is the uh, signing of the year. Basham one bonus point, cheapest blade defender, but not for long. He may have gone up to four point six, but uh, there's Basham still... is a four point five officially. Oh, oh, so he has not gone up. That I will not last. That will not last long. Um, but all of those guys, I mean, what are you going to do? Enda Stevens, I think, got substituted a bit early as a precaution on an injury, but uh, other than that, it's business as usual here. Hey, their their schedule gets a little tricky after after their blank in week thirty one. Does that any any bother for you at all? I did have three Sheffield blades. Uh huh. I backed off, and now I only have two. I'm down to one. I think I'm going to stick Dean with Dean Henderson. I think I'm going to stick with two. Oh, only Baldock. Okay. I think I think I'm going to stick with two probably. Henderson and and Baldock. Okay. Yeah. I gotta I gotta do something with my my other goalkeeper though. It's Ramsdale at the moment. Mm-hmm. Although he's playing in 31, so I don't feel like I should get rid of him just because no, he's playing. I take those points if you're not going to free hit. So I yeah I gotta figure out what what's going on there. Wolves nil, Brighton nil. Not a fun match to no, watch. Not even a little. Surprising bit. that Wolves didn't get something. You're happy though with all your Wolves defenders, including new pod favorite Saïs. Saïs and uh, Doherty. I'd like to say I was on the Saïs train before you two blokes. You were. I'm pretty sure we all got on the train together. Pretty... I remember buying our tickets at the same time. Dude. Did we? I'm pretty sure that happened on a podcast episode we recorded a few weeks ago. I owned Saïs last week, and I owned him. I did not own him the week before, so I've owned him for two weeks. Does anyone yeah. can anyone go back three weeks? I know the price I purchased him at, which was four point four, and I know I got his points last week. So that's the best that I can do. Okay, so Brian and I have owned him at the same amount length of time. Scott, what say you? I don't know. <laughs> Probably a week later. Okay. Fair I'm gonna enough. go ahead and assume though that we all bought our tickets at the same time. All right, fine. We're on the no, side. That's good. Train. I mean he's a he's even at four five. He might I mean he's 
I'm sure his price will not stay like that before the next match week starts, and definitely not by week 31. It, again, I just feel like Wolves' schedule is so green and is so good overall. I just can't imagine anybody uh, hesitating. It's the reason why most of, especially Doherty and Sice have gone, Saiz have gone up. I know this will make you very happy, but Brighton are in a little bit of trouble. They they're in danger of relegation. I I think this is a huge result for them, given the overall stats of the match. And honestly, I felt like the times that Brighton had their attack going forward, it felt like they were a little bit more uh, inclined to come away with something here than Wolves. This is just a, it's just disappointing for almost every Wolf. I don't know. I think by game week thirty two, maybe thirty four at the latest, they might be in the bottom three. That's great. <laughs> Get them, get them out of here. There's not a whole lot more to talk about here. No, you're doing what you're doing with all of the guys that that are already On there. Wolves. It's it. Yes. Uh, uh, League Barry, I believe, has Joda and Jimenez, which is a completely viable and I think an intelligent move to take the attackers going into week 31 to not have to count on uh, the defensive points necessarily. Wolves, you know, everybody. Look, it's again they're. They can give up the goal. I mean, it's they're not some airtight defense. No. So it's just a good matchup. I think playing home to Watford for them in week thirty-one is, you know, that is what you're kind of what what kind of everything is building up here to. But in the meantime, you have useful matchups for them. So there's there's a variety of ways to do it. You guys are both out of Treore. Yes. Yep. Okay. And Treore, I probably I think, was in there too long. Okay. Which is annoying, but. It happened. He's going to keep playing. So barring some kind of major setback, you know, it's still, you still can get, you're going to get use out of him. The one thing I, as a Jota owner now, uh, the one thing with Jota is that it's a lot of 60s, 65s, 70s, 75s. Right. Uh, and he's that, won't, do, that won't stop. He's got to do. Wolves are still in the Europa League. He's got to do his damage in seventy or so minutes, uh, and so that is the one thing with him where I don't think you have that same concern necessarily with Jimenez. But what you don't get in minutes on the pitch, you make up for in about a dollar and a half. So, Crystal Palace one, Watford nil. Dave, you've already lamented the lack of returns from Sar this week. Watford with the letdown match, but your boy. Well, he used to be your boy. My old boy. Jordan Ayew scored the goal here. He's still the man, Dave. I know. I know. I. Why don't you own him? Someone needs to own him. I mean, he is the offense for Crystal Palace. He's taken more shots, has more shots on target, and obviously has eight goals leading all Crystal Palace players. Not to mention he has the most shots of any Palace player and has uh, in the box and has nine big chances this season, too which is right up there with some of the biggest names in the Premier League, and he is 5.1. He's been at 5.1 for a while. Yeah, he's only recently up from 5 even. He and may have even dropped under 5 there when everybody kind of bailed on him. Crystal Palace have, have steadied the ship. You referenced that earlier in the show. Three straight, fun, super exciting 1-0 wins for the <laughs> Eagles with their pair of old, old, old center backs and a 
power midfield of McCarthy, MacArthur, McThather, McArthur, McThirthy, oh, McArthur, and McAthay. Gosh. They have been completely. You forgot uns- McKelly in the left. Oh, yeah, and uh, McKelly. They've been completely <laughs> unstoppable. And great Grandpa Roy taking them all the way home. Dave, does this result make you nervous about Watford at all? Back no. into the relegation zone. No, this is, uh, as Brian said, the third uh, most... Con- if Brian was filling out a, conf- a defensive confidence list, it would be Liverpool, Sheffield, Crystal Palace, which is wild. Yeah. But no, this does not bother me about Watford. I still love Sar going forward. It bothers me a little bit with Dale LeFayu. This is, this is no Dale LeFayu, Watford. And this is the this is the first match where they went into it without him at all. Can Pereira be? Uh, can Pereira be what De Lafayette was? No, definitely not. But they Sar Pereira Dini combined for a whole bunch of nothing here. Southampton nil, Newcastle one. Hey, wait, one more thing oh. on Crystal Palace. <laughs> of course, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Pick a Palace defender. Gary Cahill. Really? That's the one guy? I mean, he has been there. Are we guy. talking about I'm putting just, him yeah, into my line? You were going to pick one of the no, guys. No, none. Okay. None, really? None. Not Joel Ward? I flirted with Joel Ward earlier this season. I don't Ooh. want anything more to do with him. Okay. He's still cheap. He's 4.3. Don't care. Dave, are you playing? <laughs> Are you playing Fortnite? I just want to know. <laughs> I'm trying to reset my freaking password to the Premier League site. Do you want me to log in on a different browser? Oh, my gosh. Just what in the world's going on? Crystal Palace defenders? That's what you're asking? No, I yes. want Ben Onholt. That's what I would he say. He surges I, at the end of the year. He has surged. I want Ben Onholt. If I had to pick one, I would want him the most, but he's expensive. It just care. seems like the most right now. It's I think Joel Ward is a really good option. He's four point three, and you know for sure that only an injury is going to keep him out of that spot. So, uh, and Scott Dan's cheap too. An but, injury I mean, for someone else. Tompkins and Sacco are both in training. I just can't imagine Scott get Scott Dan keeps his position over either of those guys if they're available. So, anyway, that's all. You may proceed again. Southampton nil. Newcastle yeah, one. Newcastle one. Newcastle one. Uh, hey, listen. Come the on, Magpies you... get all the points. Come this on. was a fun match. What about match. all that relegation talk, Scott? This was a fun match. Hey, what listen. about it? They got lucky. It almost looked like their defense was going to score them another goal. The cells goal ruled out for offside. So St. Maximin oh, went man. ahead and yeah. did it for him anyway. Uh, this was a fun one to watch, though. The, with all the VAR checks against Southampton, feeling hard done by uh, at home by VAR, Gineppo going off after an ugly stomp. Yeah, that was not good. No, that was pretty gross. Matt Ritchie missing a penalty. I mean, it looked like Newcastle was going to be vintage Steve Bruce's already relegated Newcastle, but they overcame. I give him credit for that. They... I give him credit, Dave. Well, it's about freaking time, Scott. This is a family podcast. I tried to clean it up. They've changed. They changed their system. If it wasn't a, if it wasn't for McCarthy, I mean, honestly, he was outstanding even without the the penalty save, especially the double save that he made in the first half. 
Uh, and the penalty save. And the penalty save, he which heard was us excellent. tell him he was terrible last week on the show. He was motivated by our smack talk. What, what, was he the sports guessing goalkeeper? He should have been. No, you chose Ben Foster. Mm. Um, we'll get to that next. Look, right. I... Along with many other people, I'm sure. I mean, he's my second goalkeeper. I love seeing 12 on the bench, just like everyone <laughs> else that put him on the bench. No, look, Matt Ritchie again. You know, this is a he, this is the first penalty of the season for Newcastle. Ritchie misses here. I That's don't think shocking. I don't think it affects him. As the penalty taker. It was a good penalty. It was. I mean, that's what a lot of Newcastle fans, as much as everyone was giving him a hard time, I think a lot of fans understood that he did. He said, I mean, he struck it hard. He thought it was in the, he thought he hit the corner and McCarthy made a great save. But um, the guy was, I mean, this match was Dwight Gale. I mean this the everything for me. I mean, I've seen, if Saint Maximan doesn't score the winning goal, yeah. Dwight Gale gets the Christian Menteke award. Oh my goodness, hands down. Yeah, five shots for Dwight Gale this week. Only Chris Wood. We said before, only Chris Wood had more shots this week than Dwight Gale. It's what I mean. This shows exactly why he's better in the front for what they are for what they have going forward with Almiron and Saint Maximan. Joe Ellington moving out wide. And playing playing not as the hold up forward is way better for what they're doing, and I I wonder if it can't lead to goals. Dwight Gale, man, that is a that is way down there. But Dwight Gale, I mean, he can find him. He's got to, he's got to find one first for yeah. me in order Scott, to be able to go. I'm going to bring this up because I want it to be known. Newcastle defenders in week 34 and 37 will have double match weeks, so it's. It's worth a consideration. I'm just saying. And in those matches, they will be playing the likes of Villa and City. Even Obviously, you don't love the City matchup. But a home Villa match? Yeah. Probably probably need to consider possibly owning a Newcastle well, I was going to say, even no matter who you pick, I mean, you'd have to go to Matt Ritchie to find one that's expensive. I mean, Lascelles is what four three. Federico Fernandez, Fernandez was is four, a four five. Four five, which yep. is a great. That's a great price for yep. him. Absolutely. Danny Rose. Well, Danny Rose is five three. No, I, I don't want it, Richie or Rose. Give Give me Fernandez or Lascelles. All right, Dave. You referenced just a minute ago your sports guessing team. Oh boy, we've made it through game week twenty nine. Our conversation on everything there is to know about what happened in the past game week. You picked a sports guessing team trying to beat the league average, and you came up just a little short. God bless. I thought I was going to do it this week. You looked really good for a bit. Do I have anyone? Your defense did outstanding. Hold on. Wait a minute. Pepe's still playing, right? He's got a chance at, at well, uh, that's true. on Wednesday, right? That's true. You might actually win with Pepe. I mean, you still have a chance with Jesus as well. He gave you zero one match in. But as we sit here, you're two points behind the league average. I got a chance. I got two guys. You got a really good. You there. got a really good chance now. Okay. That I, I, you know, honestly, okay. So, are we are we allowing you to have an eleventh match? Because what the, do you mean? Well, I mean the average, the average will likely increase as well. So I guess we'll we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and give you the extra match. All Bernardo right. Silva is also in your game. Your sports guest. Oh line. yeah. Oh. Um, you didn't hit on any of those three guys though. Olivier Giroud was a good. Good choice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Scott McTominay gave you something late. <laughs> That's amazing. In the Derby, 
your defense did pretty well for you. Federico Fernandez, seven points. Yes. Doherty, six points. Yes. Martin Montoya, five points. Oh, wow. Sky Roaches. You, that's a that is so that's lucky. So guessing, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. I mean, as we sit here, you're dropping to six and ten, but I I guess I can give you. The I got a match. chance. There's a chance. All right. Well, can well, we just I skip think, sports guessing for this week then? And, I think and you're, see how it goes. Well, I mean, I think you're guaranteed. I mean, you're guaranteed a Jesus start. I think that's I think that's a given. I think right Pepe's now. probably going to start too. I think one of them might score. I don't know who's I mean, I do think it. I think it's true. I think you should be able to. You should be able to get to if Bernardo not Silva might get an assist average. Too. I think I got a chance. What Scott? else might happen? Let's let's keep. Yeah, let's let's, have, let's what, what other yeah. conjecture can we come up with here at the very it's end? It's going to be two one That's Arsenal. Right. Jesus goal assist assist Bernardo Silva, Pepe and Abami angles. Let's preview game week thirty briefly. There's a full slate of matches on Saturday. It'll start with Watford hosting Leicester, which has to be a fantasy. Intriguing on a fantasy <laughs> level. Uh, Sunday, you have Spurs and United highlighting the the two matches there, and then Merseyside Derby rounding out the game week on Monday. There's a chance, right? There's a small chance that Liverpool could win the title on Monday, March 16th. There's a small chance. If City lose and Liverpool win, I know Liverpool would happens. love nothing greater than to try to win that thing at Everton. It'll it'll take a city loss at home against Burnley for that to happen. So it's unlikely. Not but out of not chance. out of not out of the question. There is a chance. No, that is absolutely not out of the question. All right. In terms of fantasy lineup, what are you gentlemen doing with your game week thirty lineups? Dave, we'll start with you. Well, Scott, I'm gonna look at possibly moving I got Cantwell and Ings as in players that I could possibly get rid of to and if I make a move there, I want guys who are going to be playing in 31. So I can at least have eight or nine guys playing in 31. And who knows, maybe I'd use a triple captain there to kind of offset offset my uh, my losses. You wouldn't. I might. So I don't know. I'm going to consider that. I, I probably won't make two moves. I'm not sure where I'm going to go yet. I do like the fact of uh, Giroux. I like, I like possibly Giroux. And then also, who else, Brian, did we mention? Um, uh, Chris Wood. Uh, Chris Wood. I, I like I liked Chris Wood and Giroux I, I, coming in for Ings. I'm not getting rid of Artie. I'm not getting rid of Aubameyang. So uh, I got to, you know, Chris Wood or Giroux, I got to figure out what I'm doing there. That's a pricey front line. But, Sc- but good. Scared I mean, money don't make money. <laughs> As we always say. Oh yeah, without fail. <laughs> Brian, what are you doing for game week thirty? Uh, my moves are already confirmed. I uh, I wanted to get rid of Firmino, and I am just anticipating ahead of time that um, Everton is garbage and playing like garbage. No, I don't know that that's true. Uh, with the blank in thirty one. Uh, I moved Richarlison, uh, and I my my two transfers for the game week were to go from Richarlison to Mane, and Firmino to Chris Wood. Oh, um, but again, I mean, like I, I said, I got Richarlison you, too, Brian. I might have to get rid of. He might be my third move out, and that'll give me like nine or ten going into thirty-one. 
But like I said before, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm going to keep an eye really pretty closely on what happens with, with the sales on Jack, uh, Jack Grealish. Cause I, I have already lost. I mean, when I bought him, he had gained four tenths. You know, so I had gained, I had earned two tenths of a pound on him and I lost one of those. So I would rather not, I mean, and like I said, form and, and fixtures for them are, are just uh, abysmal. They're not, they're not good at all. Yeah. So um, I may end up even mo- moving him on, I think, if it if it comes down to it. Scott? I don't know yet what I'm going to do. I'm intrigued by Giroux. I'm intrigued by Chris Wood, but I'm not... I, I, I have not been preparing for uh, Game Week 31, so I will likely free hit. So I'm not sure if I'm ready to go to Chris Wood yet. Giroux intrigues me, though. Mares taking up a spot in my midfield in place of KDB leading into this week makes me wonder if I should go back to KDB mm. right away after this double game week for City. I'll probably have to wait and see how uh, KDB performs if he does perform at all in the middle of the week against Arsenal. Uh, at this point, that matchup, whether it's Mars or KDB, is my most likely to captain as well. Got a lot of away matches as it stands in my lineup so far. Um Outside of that, the only other person who's tempting me in terms of captaincy would just be an Alexander-Arnold away. Uh, so that gives you a little bit of an idea of where my lineup is. Of course, I did get Harvey Barnes's 19 today uh, with Harvey Barnes in my lineup at Watford. Maybe maybe I should be looking at form and looking at Harvey Barnes as well. That 19 would have been nice on the, for not, the captainship. It's not horrible, Scott. It is not, but uh, it definitely helped propel me up the fantasy soccer F the fantasy soccer FC podcast standings. We've had a little bit of a change in the top three. Kenneth Young, uh, Downing Young Boys still holding strong at number one, and he's got a firm grip on number one. But we had a swap between two and three. Game of Throw-ins. We've been talking about him all season long. He dropped to seventy as we sit here in game week. 29, and so he's back up into second over FC Goody. Gustav is now down to third. Tight stuff in the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast mini league. Dave, I think that takes us to the end. We made it. I think so. We made it. Find us on all the socials. Fantasy Soccer FC everywhere. Please do your best, Diane. Check us out on Patreon. (laughs) We would love to see you there. Hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.